0: Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, the podcast where people from the comedy world break down wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Every week on this podcast, I have a special guest from the comedy world, and this week is no exception. We have the best man at my wedding. Mm. I got to hit him with the most important credits first.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunately <laughs> my biggest credit to date is <laughs> killing it at your wedding.
0: My best friend since I'm five years old a bad that's my worst credit i think and a terrific comedy
1: writer thank mr you. jason shabiro thank you thank you daniel Black. how are you buddy i'm doing great um i think another comedy slash wrestling credit of mine can be that i am one of the greatest players of wrestlemania 2000 for nintendo 64 that is true and revenge and, re- and nwo wcw revenge and no mercy any thq aki engineed n64 wrestling game i was pretty much the. you donor. were great yeah. I mean,
0: you're great at N64 in general, was to a only... disgusting degree. That's true.
1: There were only two people who could beat me in N64 wrestling games, but we trade, we go, basically each of us would win a third of the time, and no one else in the world could beat any of us. Yeah. And one of
0: them is not alive. One of them is no longer with us. <laughs> Anyways, R I P uh R.I.P. Warrior Wing. Um... <laughs> couldn't help it anyway hey before we move on we got a lot of hot hot wrestling action to get into. a lot of there's a, there's a lot to cover there's always a lot to cover now which i'm sure we will cover that mm-hmm. there is a lot to cover uh is that read and subscribe subscribe to the podcast tell your friends you know your friend is like loves wrestling tell them to listen to the podcast give us five stars we deserve it you have been doing it but more people are listening than actually doing this step. So show me some respect for once. You know? All right. Let's get into all the Hot Hot Wrestling action. Hot Drebs, TLC. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Uh, I found TLC to be crazy, sexy, and cool. <laughs> uh,
1: it, was a, it was fine pay-per-view. You,
0: wait. You, I think you, you watched <laughs> the wrong thing. What did you
1: watch? I listened to the 1994 best-selling album. Uh, multi-platinum album, Crazy Sexy Cool by TLC. Oh, my God. The main event was Waterfalls. The main event was Creep, actually. <laughs> yeah. and But uh, the co-main was Waterfalls. No, I watched TLC. I thought, look, it, it's a, it was a fine pay-per-view. It wasn't a bad pay-per-view. Yeah. I, but I can't give anything more than, like, a B, you know, minus or a B or something because pay-per-views have become meaningless, right? There's one every two weeks.
0: There's a lot of pay-per-views. I, I uh... Also, this is not the time of year that you normally dig wrestling.
1: Traditionally, this is my off season. I think <laughs> wrestling doesn't have an off season, but I do. <laughs> yeah. um, it's just too much to do. You know, no other sports or sports entertainment or entertainment for that matter. No TV. No entertaining TV shows. You know, go twenty four seven. Yeah, no sports seasons goes twenty four seven. I mean, by twenty four seven, I mean three sixty five. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and so traditionally, between SummerSlam and Royal Rumble, I'm out. I'm not really paying attention. That's my that's my summer vacation. Yeah. And to be quite honest, that's like some of the worst shit that
0: happens anyway. No but one. Not cares about anymore. Series. Like now, a lot of awesome shit is going down in this season. D- yeah, I've been known to take a dip out. Yeah. At this point in time, and part of the reason I do this podcast is so I can't dip. Right. No dipping. Uh, even when life <laughs> hands be lemons. Uh, but I, uh, uh, but yeah, I really dug this pay-per-view, and I'm going to say this. So the past two weeks, I believe, I've recorded the podcast on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. and then I've taken a dip of, I'll record it at like 1 o'clock, I watch Raw, then I watch SmackDown, if there's a pay-per-view, I've watched, I don't think I've watched this pay-per-view Raw and then SmackDown. I don't think I've ever done that dip, but... Uh, this week I watched it all when it was happening. Right. And I enjoyed it significantly more yeah. watching live and watching them w- one day at a time. Yeah. But it's I don't know. I don't for me I don't it's not it's almost not realistic to every Monday have nothing to do at night or even you have to get home you have to get home with 3 hours before you're going to sleep. Ugh. If you have anything to do, they're, I do stand up comedy. Right, <laughs> so it makes I, it tough. I think they're desi- they're they're really
1: they're trying to make their fans bigger parodies than they are. Like they're trying to make us all huge losers. Like WWE <laughs> wants us to every Monday do nothing at night except for watch this shit for three hours, and then every Tuesday do nothing except for watch this shit for two hours, and then every Wednesday watch NXT and now two o five live for two hours. I've already decided 205 Live, it's not going to happen. I'm I'm telling you right now, I will vow to you, I will never watch an episode of that show. <laughs> as much as the Cruiserweight division is very exciting and I love it, Yeah, I don't have time for that. I don't even watch NXT
0: anymore and yeah. I loved
1: NXT. Yeah, I love I've been it.
0: dipping into NXT like... I I I'm watching shinsuke Joe matches and How's that's really it. How are those guys doing? How great. they doing? Actually, the matches are great. Yeah. But every time I watch them, I'm so exhausted right. from the, from Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, from from Doubleheader? You, you just? Well, pull. I don't have. Look, a lot of you at home, you got the luxury. You listen to this podcast. You listen it Sunday night. Maybe some of you guys tell me you're catching up on the podcast. If I want to do this, I got to, do and I do it for you. And you can't even rate and subscribe to this.
1: Wait a second; these people haven't even rated and subscribed to this. It's ridiculous. Well, I've right mind to leave right now. Yeah, I what got. I
0: got to call the warden about this. I'll call the warden. Anyway, cool. Actually, you know what? You know, the other thing that wrestling they're trying to they're trying to steal all of our time, yeah. and now they've we're having an uh, an NXT invasion of the government. Wait what? (laughs) We're having having an invasion. Yeah, Linda McMahon is invading the government. Yeah, she is.
1: Linda McMahon is. Linda McMahon. Okay,
0: now this is really interesting. I don't know why I went to TLC before this. I
1: think you you started being like, "What do you think TLC?" We both said like, "Well, we liked it." (laughs) Like, cool. Now we're just we're all. I actually
0: really dug TLC, but let's
1: get this McMahon story first. This literally just
0: broke on my train ride into Manhattan here at Sears. We're recording at Sirius XM Studios because we're serious. X Men. And uh so uh Linda McMahon, Trump <laughs> in a in a true WB Hall of Famer fashion, has named Linda McMahon to be the I'm trying to wait, see the like small the, I wanna say it correctly. But she's the head of the, this, SBA. the small business administration. Yeah,
1: she's the um brigadier general of the small business association. <laughs> yeah. So That's, I think, the the actual term for it.
0: Now I think that uh Maybe she should be head of the big business administration. Well, look, on
1: paper, right? Yeah. If you just looked at this appointment, it makes sense. Okay. WWE was a, I think I read, 13-person company at some point. Right. And her and her husband grew it. She was the CEO at some point. She's been on the board. Her and Vince grew this mom-and-pop business to a billion-dollar corporation in you know the course of 15, 20 years. So who better to talk about business and
0: business growth for small businesses than a woman like Linda McMahon? So I heard this news. I overheard this news, yeah. other people talking about it, like, can you believe Trump is, you know, I'm in New York City right now, right. can you believe Trump would name WWE, like, this is getting crazier by the day, right. and I immediately got defensive, <laughs> I was like, Linda McMahon, I mean, she's, she's one of us, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and now it's ultimately, how worked am I getting, am I actually getting work that, is she, is she literally behind the scenes, like, when she shows up on Raw, I always think it like, she's busy doing other shit, right. and then she, like, makes an appearance here. But is she really doing like good work? I know she runs for office a lot.
1: I she ran for senate at least once, maybe twice. Yeah, failed. Two times definitely. Put a lot of her own money. Didn't didn't have to raise money for it because they're so rich. Right. I don't know how much she's does at WWE still. I think not much. If anything, it's a business side. Right. Like she's not involved in the creative or anything like that. But she was, she was the CEO at some point, like she, and not just in the storyline, not just when like her and Shane and Stephanie and Vince were, were vying for control of the company, like she actually ran the company with Vince for a while. So, look, yeah. in New York, it's very anti-Trump, we're we're not Trump country, which is what I wish the whole country was called, but in New York, people will say how how it is crazy, but you kind of want to say, hey... She, ha- she does have a lot of knowledge about growing small business, so that makes sense. But then you want to say, oh, she also gave $5 million to Donald Trump's campaign. So like, she kind of probably, in all reality, did buy this she position.
0: She definitely bought this. This yeah. is a clear favorite. As much
1: as I think she's probably somewhat qualified, Listen to this. she bought this position. This
0: isn't a quote. This is just a line from the article. It says, Trump's announcement said McMahon would be a key player in his effort to generate stronger job growth and roll back federal regula- regulations. I mean, I don't know. Donald Trump and the McMahon's are the two originators of the term "you're fired," and they're also you're fired,
1: <laughs> and they're in charge of job growth. And that's my Linda impression. Um, yeah, 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 they yeah. Uh, look. Vince McMahon is not so different from Donald Trump. The only difference is uh, one of them is happy to just stay in the carnival sideshow that is wrestling, and the other one is now the fucking president, so or the president-elect. I don't know, man. Whatever.
0: I love it. Oh, man. Donald Trump, he throws every quote you read of his says, Tremendous. Sometimes. He's a tremendous <laughs> speaker. He gives tremendous quotes. He gives
1: tremendous soundbites.
0: Linda has a tremendous background and is widely recognized as one of the country's top female executives advising businesses around the globe.
1: Yeah, all the businesses around the globe. When, Ch- when Shane was selling Chinese TVs. She yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she, she advises
0: a couple of things. Raw, SmackDown. Smackdown since the brand split, like, that's mean, two companies that's right, two there. Brands right there. right yeah, there, NXT. Big. All right. She's... I mean, I actually think she's qualified to be, I'm going to put myself on the line, like, I'm like Linda McMahon is I think she's more qualified than Ben Carson.
1: I'll say she's more to qualified do her, to do her job than Donald Trump is to do his job. That is fact. <laughs>
0: anyway, all right, well back to we'll, TLC. Yeah, back to TLC. Let's stop talking all right, about things. So are a couple important. things that fall out of TLC. So, um I think that the uh I, I really enjoyed it. I'm really excited for the thing that actually coming out of it, I was the most excited about, is Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, tag team. Yeah, but they were they that was kind of going on, right? Yeah, it was. It's been going on. They've been part of it, but it was kind of weird how it started. But then, just like the legitimacy of like those two having the belts, and then on SmackDown, Bray had him and the sister Abigail, yeah. and they just passed. I th- I think they did that on a TLC
1: too. Like he the, the finish it's, as a tag team finisher it's a little bit wonky because they did no, the same
0: thing, it was slightly different because
1: there's no damage that he's doing. You know, he just holds him for Sister Abigail, and then just tosses. It's him more to the of a RKO. sign
0: of respect. It's like yeah, hit, it's a, him, hit him with your move, right? But he gets the kiss in. He still right. gets, the, he gets the little kiss. The only, the only
1: real, if you're talking about the, just the, why this is a tag team finisher, the yeah. only. Finishing move contribution by Bray is he gives a sweet little kiss on your forehead, which, by the way, is probably very, you know, traumatizing, has emotional impact, certainly. And then the RKO with the physical impact. So yeah. I mean from both ends.
0: You're getting kissed against your will by, by like a, a fat scary bearded man. man with, yeah.
1: with a white guy with dreadlocks, which is traumatic. Yeah. It's tremendously traumatic. Here's the thing Tremendous. that I like about Bray and Randy together. Yeah. Is, Brandy. I mean, <laughs> Brandy. Wow. They should start calling them Brandy.
0: Well, the, yeah, the boy's mine.
1: Wow. They should start saying that. <laughs> Instead of, we're here going, the boy is mine. <laughs> Charlotte! Oh, I guess that could be a wrestler. Hold on. Yeah. Rally! The boy is mine. All right, whatever. Look, here's the th- what I like about it is that <laughs> yeah. Bray Wyatt, the, the worst thing about him is that he only loses big matches, doesn't win belts, and is just, they set him up for fucking nothing. This is his first belt, this, this by the, the way. This is the first time they're actually setting him up and doing something with him where they just talk about how he's so so frightening and so powerful, but this is the only time they're actually justifying that or validating that with wins yeah and if that comes with this weird duo with randy orton which who knows if i feel all the way behind it the fact that it's getting him some fucking v's on pay-per-views and actually becoming a force to be reckoned with that i think is, is very awesome you know what that. i dig
0: i like luke harper holding the belt
1: i mean that guy <laughs> he <did> sh- him. <laughs> doesn't need to be in the company as far as i'm concerned <laughs> you
0: know but- i like luke harper as a wrestler he's Definitely struggled to get some footing. I understand the criticism. Yeah, but he is like a good wrestler. He's a good wrestler. Yeah,
1: he's a good big man. And yeah. I gotta be honest, Eric Rowan grew on me too. Like he's not a bad wrestler for a big guy. Like he well, that does, makes one of us. Eric he, Rowan. I'm saying for what he is. Like, I, but to be fair though, I loved seeing. Rowan and Harper together behind Bray. That was a really cool look. Yeah. W- with just with just Harper, I'm kinda like, all right, what do we need this fucking guy for?
0: I have a really small thing is that Randy Orton, he's wearing his like classic like American apparel hoodie that's just cut off. Yeah. It's, and it, I feel it's like the
1: Cobra's hood. Yeah, the Cobra hood. Know.
0: He's wearing the like Cobra bully hood. Yeah. And I feel like he could change it. I don't he shouldn't be full on Wyatt. Yeah. But it's a little too Zigglery. Like I think he needs. Maybe if it was just leather, like this is a small thing where it takes me out when they're all standing together. Right. It takes me out of it that he's wearing something that's so cash.
1: Well, you know what it looks like to me. He he looks very comic booky in a cool way. Yeah. Like he looks great. Well, Randy Orton's the best looking guy, and actually. (laughs) This is what Tremendous we should talk about. Here's Tremendous looking guy. Tremendous. to Talk about. Forget all that, because when I was choking down SmackDown, the one fucking breath of fresh air, I didn't notice it during TLC, and I haven't noticed it in the weeks to, in you're, doing, to the
0: fingers, by you're doing, doing the Trump thing. Okay you're doing by the Trump okay side,
1: by the way. It's the Trump hand gesture. It's the okay Trump side. <laughs> but what I noticed with the song is a very cool mashup that they do. Oh, yeah. With the great, like, it's,
0: both of his songs.
1: That's what I was going to say to you. Yeah. For Randy Orton's uh, clip that they use into the bray wyatt theme song they start with the burn in my light like yeah. like the
0: original before, randy right Wynn. before he, it's gonna go
1: hey <laughs> it goes like,
0: it goes i have voices which is great i think it's a fantastic match let's we'll see who can sing that better Ah, uh,
1: it's definitely gonna be you
0: i heard what you were working with was great wait no i forgot right. i just did ambrose by accident yeah. i just did ambrose um I hear voices in my head. That's pretty
1: good. I'm going to beat you because you missed one crucial part. Oh, damn it. But let me try mine. This is going to be the original Randy Orton opening riff into the I Hear Voices, into the bray. I hear voices. I hear voices. Oh, bow, oh yeah you
0: forgot the classic Wyatt family. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Alright, as always, this podcast is completely <laughs> derailed. <laughs> and we're on an actual time constraint this time. Alright. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry, this podcast, I'd say about this podcast, gets caught up in the m- most. Minutia, the most wrestling minutia. You should bill it as such. Like this is the the wrestling podcast where we talk about the sm- the
1: stuff of the least import It's This is the Seinfeld
0: wrestling. of wrestling podcasts. Well, I know
1: that we talk a lot about wardrobe here. Yeah,
0: too, more than anybody.
1: This is you could be look. It's hard to stand out in the world of wrestling podcasts. You know, ever since Rosenberg <laughs> yeah. and Shoemaker did a brand split, and now they made two podcasts where yeah. they only need to It's Hard one. to stand out. Hard to stand out. But if you corner the market and become the podcast that discusses the outfits of wrestlers only? Yeah. Could be something.
0: The fashion place would be the <laughs> Brizongo. <laughs> I mean, That's another it, thing that I'm really into. But it's let, let's, so good. It's, they give out <laughs> tickets. Oh, it's so it's amazing. Good. We gotta get this thing back all right, on track, all right, man. All right, all right, Alexa TLC, Bliss. T- Alexa T- Bliss wins the championship. I called it on last week's podcast. Um, I did kind of like half call it. I was like... I'm gonna. I, that was my prediction. Right. But I was like, because I want it to happen. I'm not sure that it's gonna happen. Right. But I think they made the right call for a lot of reasons. One reason is that the way she won is like kind of eked out a win. Yeah. Right. Because it's a ladder ma- a chairs ma- uh, uh, table match. It was
1: a tables match with which. What I will say on the TLC and all the offerings, the yeah. tables match is actually the stupidest one because. You only can throw them through one table, and then it's over. So it's, like, not really a hardcore – it doesn't have that – it's just the finish is going to have the table. And the whole match, you're just like, oh, are they going to go through that table, or are they going to go through this table? And it's not like – Sure,
0: but I did think the spot where Alexa – Becky was going to throw Alexa through the table, and then while she was up on her shoulders – use their hand to flip the table yeah, I, thought that was cool. I thought that was a cool spot that was cool but the like, stakes of going through a table being high i kind of dig
1: i like it too but you know how the match is going to end like you know someone's going through a table that's the end yeah you also know there will be no other table spots whereas in a ladder match or a chair match or a tlc match there's tons of spots involving this sure item.
0: but the way that ended i i didn't see that coming that came no, out of nowhere I didn't see it coming so i thought that they found a way to make it interesting You know what I mean? Sure, sure,
1: sure. Look, I don't hate it. The argument is valid. I'm just saying it's it's my least of the of of the T, the L, and the C matches. Yeah, and the TLC all three match. The T match is the, my least favorite. Match.
0: Sure. Um, they did great
1: work with chairs in this paper. Do
0: you miss the stairs matches? They used to have the stairs matches. What were the stairs? They had, matches. Like a couple of years ago, they had a stairs match.
1: Like the steel steps? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you could use those in, in in a regular match, and it's not illegal. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Do we, can
1: uh, we talk uh, about the rules there? How come you can't use That any one car is if night? you go
0: up the stairs, <laughs> then you win. No. I'm
1: saying in any match, you can't hit someone with a chair yeah. or any foreign object. But if you. Undo the steel steps a little bit and fucking hit somebody with it or throw their head into it. That's not a foreign
0: object. If if you hit them with the stairs, I think, I think if you hit them with the stairs, you might get disqualified. I, I, but you're allowed to throw them into the stairs. I feel like I've seen it both ways. Who knows? All right, but I, I think you might be right. I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, uh, sorry, Alexa Bliss, we're talking Alexa Bliss. So here's the thing: I love Alexa Bliss. I love her. I I mean, she. All right, here's my couple bullet points. Is all right. I, I, she's an example of the NXT system working to like a, Like she's like, I think part of the thing is like, I don't even love her gimmick that much. I think she's pretty good heel. We'll get into it. What I like about it is like how much of a heel she is. She's like extreme asshole. I like that, but I'm not sure what she is. She was like Harley Quinn for a second. Like she, I'm not exactly sure what it is. But what what I like about it is that I watched her come up from NXT and I see her progress and her and like her trajectory. Where I'm almost like, yeah, she put the time in. You can actually see somebody put the time in. Where, and improve the,
1: and improve like almost month to month.
0: Yeah, so that something about that where you start feeling like proud for people like like a band you followed from the indie totally. scene. Totally,
1: and that it's it's awesome. I, like a year or two ago, she was managing Blake and
0: Murphy. <laughs> yeah, like, that's yeah. Why I'm
1: like, oh, who's that hot chick who's Blake and Murphy's manager? Yeah, with those Aussies. Yeah. Were they even Australian? I think
0: one of them's Australian. Fuck
1: them all. No, I think that's a different tag team. That's like the new guys. Who
0: are just <laughs> no, Blake. I think they're both. You're talking about TM61 right yeah, now?
1: Aren't those just Australian Blake and Murphy?
0: Whatever. Who cares? Who so, cares? No, Blake and Murphy, one of them's Australian, definitely. Fine. But, um, yeah, right. She was just like... but So she still has like room to grow, but in ring, I really dig her. I like she's like really tiny. I, they I don't saw even her talk on talking Smack crying. Well, I
1: think that's a separate... Yeah. But yeah, they don't what even what do you think
0: about Lexi Bliss? I'm cutting you off.
1: Or they don't even talk about that, how she's so small. She's like, she's 5'1". Yeah. She looks so tiny, and it's weird to not treat that like a Rey Mysterio or Daniel Bryan. Like, when she's fighting, you know, women like... Becky Lynch were like pretty jacked, not jacked, but like big for a girl. Like it, just, it just looks funny to me see Alexa like kick people's asses when she's so little. But she's really in shape, and she she's, does it in a
0: really good way because she has like a lot of like she has like almost like chung lee kind yeah, of moves. A lot of you high know, fl-
1: not high flying, but she's very like bouncing. She's clearly like a gymnast. She's like like she, a, yeah, she's like a she, kinetic she like, gymnast. Yeah,
0: I love she's that like a flyer, uh, like a cheerleader flyer. <laughs> You know? Yeah, I think she was a D1 cheerleader actually. Yeah. Like,
1: but she, I love that move. It's it's uh when your your opponent's on their floor, it's like she jumps fo it's kind of like a knee based senton where she does it forwards and then handsprings and does it backwards. Yeah, so that's it's like two knees that's breaks. my favorite move she does. Very acrobatic, very cool to watch. Um she's got a great look. I mean, I think unfortunately because uh, you know, I'm still a fucking relic from a past age, yeah. I wonder if I give her a pass cuz she's like pretty pretty cute. Yeah. But she's not I don't think she's like the hottest woman I've ever seen, but she's like She's a nice-looking lady. She works her butt off, and I don't think she's as developed as some of these other characters. Yeah. Right? I don't think she's a fully realized. I think she's getting better and better all the time. But why they have to take chances like that on people is because, like, when they split those brands, like, what is the SmackDown division? SmackDown winning division. Mean,
0: I think she's as developed as Becky Lynch to me.
1: Probably yeah. Becky's not super developed either. Yeah, she, but I, I, like, I can't. Who who's on SmackDown? Who's yeah. vying for this belt? It's Natty. Is it? I mean, Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella. Natty. Natty. Becky. Carmella. Like, Carmela's a fucking joke. She's <laughs> awful. Yeah. Like She's the worst thing that they got going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, the division's so thin that Naomi, like- Naomi, but she's not on TV. The division's just so thin that like, yeah, of course you gotta give it to Alexa. The
0: women's division shouldn't be on two different, different TV shows. Well, that's, that's... A,
1: t- a tough part of the brand split is that like, yeah, there, that doesn't have enough talent to sustain- two separate rosters however it's a really bad look for a corporation to have a whole show where there's zero women competing so like you kind of need to split it and that's that's
0: I just noticed her like improvement I will say this I read a couple I've seen a couple posts that are like not happy about it and and Knock Alexa Bliss for a reason that I think is so invalid. Which is what? And I think this is a pretty much like a, uh, uh, you know, this is like IWC thing, basically. You know I'm going to not like it. Yeah, which is uh, the argument that like, oh, she hasn't been wrestling that long. And like, she like wasn't a wrestler and just came here. You know, just being like, you, you're, you, she didn't have the full independent track. Yeah, great. And just being like, saying it was like kind of handed her, because she doesn't have Becky Lynch's story. Yeah, but, like, who gives a shit? shit? Talent's talent, man. Talent's talent. And anyone who, if you work in any kind of field that recognizes talent, no one goes like, this guy worked for 10 years doing it. Like, that's that's totally cool. That's awesome. Like, the Kevin Owens story is dope. Daniel Bryan story is dope. Everyone respects that. AJ Styles, we all respect that. But it doesn't mean there's not a place for a jacked football player who comes in and Commits really hard right. and has a second act in his life. Sure. And, you like, know what I mean. I will say this: like Goldberg, you could. I was gonna
1: bring up Goldberg because he's the guy that got some hate for. They would always make fun of his record. It was like one hundred and seventy four and one or whatever it was, yeah. or one hundred and seventy three and zero at some point, and they'd be like, "They're just like throwing in twenty five victories from week to week." Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter that. You never heard of him 10 years ago. Like, it's even fucking cooler for someone to come out of nowhere and be awesome. Yeah. And I don't think Alexa Bliss as is as awesome as Goldberg was, but she's definitely awesome enough to top a four-woman division.
0: For the, the record, we don't think Goldberg is, like, a great in-ring uh, wrestler. For the right? record, but, I
1: think Bill Goldberg is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Well, no. I, I, not in-ring, but not... Yeah, I'm just saying in-ring. But he had a moveset I, that you, I would put him in the, same char- in the same camp as Brock Lesnar today, where it's like, his in-ring is very is good enough it's it's stylistically interesting and defined right goldberg's wrestling style is so well developed as a character yeah whereas like brock lesnar's moveset is a character where like some people spend their whole career and can't have a defining characteristic to their wrestling style
0: yeah well that that is the whole thing with the goldberg lesnar match is that no one contemplated that we might see a classic Goldberg squash. Right, right. Like we're like, we won't see Goldberg do what he does. But then after the fact, I was like, it is so cool that Goldberg has a match... Like were you like a classic Goldberg match? Lesnar has a classic match. Yeah, I don't know Goldberg's very dope. cool.
1: Like like no one's saying that he's he's AJ Styles. <laughs> Two
0: Jews in here. No way we're gonna knock Bill Goldberg. Bill
1: Goldberg is the goddamn.
0: Especially with a last name like Goldberg. Oh, didn't
1: change it. It's amazing. It's like he
0: the... might as well be the kid sitting next to me in Hebrew school. There's
1: not. There's only one other Jewish wrestler who just let their freak flag fly with keeping that name. Yeah, and that is Barry, Barry Horowitz. Everyone else has changed it from the Macho Man's to the fucking Ravens. There. Uh, he's the only guy who. Uh, Achieved any success? Keeping it
0: all right. So real. let's get to the just to, for just for time. All right, for time. The let's get to the Ellsworth screwdriver. We
1: want to talk about Alexa Bliss crying on.
0: Yes, damn it.
1: All right, so Alexa Bliss on. Talk I will comment on it. Only you. Um, look, it was fucking crazy because it's such a break from kayfabe because she, her thing is just being such a mean like bitchy yeah. asshole that's like her gimmick, but it was very cool to see her on talking like- Meg-
0: She's bitchy and she's, like, disgusted by, hu- like, other humans.
1: She's an authentically, like, an over-the-top... Like, did you ever read that um, that piece of email that got circulated a few years ago? It was very viral. It was about a, yes. a girl of sorority <laughs> sending out an email to all her younger sorority sisters. Just fucking, you know, like, uh, obliterating them. Just, like, roasting them for, like, not talking to that was dudes insane. at parties. And she's like, I will cunt punt you fucking bitches. Like, she just, like, <laughs> laced... Into them in the most vulgar, mean way possible because they weren't like acting. Cool did enough it say cunt? She invented the phrase. That was punt. Randy
0: Orton's move for a while. The cunt.
1: <laughs> but this woman, I forgot what her name was, but she had this viral. Definitely look it up. Like sorority girl, you know, viral. No, I remember it. Alexa Bliss is like her character. <laughs> you say it to me. Probably did. Alexa Bliss's character is like just a, ten, a cranked up to a ten, like sorority bitch.
0: Yeah, you know. But, um, it's, but it's gr- – like, I really dig it because I think sometimes when we get – we'd say the term bitch about it, which is, like, probably not right. But it's kind of – it's hard to describe it woman, any other way. A mean woman Right, character. right, 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 right. And
1: not just in a generic way. It's a, it's a specific and
0: it's a character. It's a gimmick, right? We're not calling her that. But I. But I'm saying is that when I say that, it makes me think of, like, what Nikki Bella was. Right. But what she's doing is – better than that it's right. more it's past that right. and i think the, that's what it is like sorority c it's like a mean it's like it's a kind of, very
1: mean girl
0: yeah like her, her she's like, like circling a, or fat like, mean girl, or like, uh, mean like a girl like circles fat yeah exactly yeah. she
1: would circle the fat on you it's, it's, it's literally mean girls yeah whatever the main rachel, girl from, McAdams. rachel mcadams and mean girls that's her gimmick and she pulls it off really well it but because she's still kind of green it was kind of funny not funny but like endearing to see her break kayfabe for talking smack. Yeah. Almost as if, like, she didn't know that you weren't allowed to do that. Like, she just, like, went – couldn't even help it. Yeah, She was just like, I'm really fucking happy my parents were there. They never saw me wrestle at WWE before. This is huge. Yeah. Very nice. Very touching.
0: All right, let's move on. Let's so move. Uh, what about the Ellsworth screw job? So this this – the thing about this is that I – I think people people liked it, and I I liked it also. But I saw it coming. Yeah, I felt like I knew that was going to happen.
1: I I didn't, um, mostly because I don't watch enough SmackDown, right. but I watched, obviously this week. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, man. Here's the thing. That match itself was the TLC match was really great.
0: Yeah. It's well, the, because we got C Styles butt.
1: We got a little bit of the, We got to see a little <laughs> bit of the Styles crack. You yeah. know, and that's. But the thing is, this. The Styles ass.
0: The Styles uh, clash. This is
1: maybe I want I want to go on record in the podcast as saying this because it's important to me that I go on record as saying this. This is the first match I've ever seen Dean Ambrose wrestle that wasn't fucking piece of shit, <laughs> regardless of opponent. Like, and the heavy lifting, of course, is by AJ Styles. The guy's I would say probably the best in-ring performer right now and of the generation. AJ Styles is the man, definitely. Uh, Dean he's, Ambrose. He's,
0: it, it, oh, if you all you know power rankings, he's number one, number by one in
1: ring for sure. Dean Ambrose to me, is out of all the main eventers or even mid-eventers like IC and US title, the worst in-ring performer. And right, right. I generally and genuinely despise his matches always. Do you think he should be a top guy? No, I don't think he has <laughs> So
0: you're going real hard. Um,
1: I think he's a mid-carder and that's why I was so thrilled on SmackDown to see him vying for the IC belt, because right. that's where he belongs. The only reason I don't hate Roman Reigns right now is because they took him a little bit out of title picture, for now. I mean, yeah. I know they're kind of bringing him back in. But, wow, but yeah. this match was the first that I can remember my without excluding like shield group matches a good match that involved Dean Ambrose. It was
0: a really great match. Yeah. And I think he did some of the good stuff there, too. He had some pretty good spots. Um, he, yeah, I, look, this whole Ellsworth stint, I've yeah. been into Ambrose. Right. I think he's been pretty funny, and uh, he, he's, he gets, like, a little off track a little bit when he starts making fun of the way Ellsworth works. But when, he, when he's using Ellsworth to get at AJ, right. all yeah. that stuff I really liked. I thought that was good writing. Right. And I thought it built up, like, a really interesting heat. I think this was the moment where the Ellsworth shit jumped the shark for me a little yeah. bit. I was like, "Oh, okay, now Ellsworth's like a schemer as right. opposed to just like a stooge." Right. That to me it was like, now the justification got me back into it because they made him stooge again, a complete idiot again. Where yeah, and he was just like, "Look, if I'm gonna have a title shot, like I have AJ's number, I right. don't have Dean Ambrose's number." Right. So he's like methodical. I was like. Even though he's a, a dummy, right? The fact that he had a plan there, I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll buy that," because that's also idi- idiotic, right,
1: right? But the thing about Ellsworth is, it's too idiotic. I will say this: like, I, 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 don't like Dean Ambrose's character. I hate his in-ring stuff, but this was a great match. I still will never like his character. It's not good enough for me. You know, just like screaming and be like, "Oh, you don't want none of this, bro!" It's just not enough to me. Like, it's a very yeah. underdeveloped and not well thought out character. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this before.
0: Although I like the way he when he came out on SmackDown and just gave that was great Ellsworth, that was great that was great yes. it that felt that very Austin esque
1: that's the thing that that moment was all well, Ambrose has the potential to do great things yeah. he just regularly does not do them. right but SmackDown when he just came in hit the double arm DDT and left that was great I got I'm not gonna he's not you know I'm not gonna give him not give him credit when it's due but. On the whole, I find his like character like unwatchable. Like I don't like it. The Ellsworth stuff has been better, but here's the thing: Ellsworth, I find unwatchable. And this is just me being an asshole. It's like I can't look at this guy. Like he he's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the point. I know it's the point, but but also like you know how like some people think it's funny to see like fake vomit or like fake poop or something like that. But like some people, it makes them want to vomit and they're sick and they're like, oh, that's not funny, man. I don't like that shit. Right. That's how I feel about Ellsworth. Like, oh, that's not funny. It's gross. Get him out of here. Like. He's disgusting. How and do you I, feel about
0: it when they make fun of his chin? Well, do you think it's fucked up?
1: Well, that's the next thing I want to say is that it's also fu- – like, how does this guy take all this abuse? Like, it sucks. Uh, I noticed – also, I noticed, just to backtrack, I noticed yeah. for the first time that he also has a tongue ring. That's disgusting. I've never seen that. Ellsworth has a tongue ring. Guys, if you're listening to <laughs> the podcast, look for it. I noticed it on Talking Smack. He's got a fucking tongue ring, adding <laughs> to his disgustingness. Wow. But I hate on Howard Stern – like the whack pack. That's what, what I was I just going to make the comparison fun of, of, and we're in Sirius XM Studios right. right now. And and I'm not it's a very off-brand for you. Look, I'm not a PC guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say retarded right now. Yeah, I do, I don't like it when people make fun of retarded people. Okay, right. I'm not. It's not a PC thing. You're trying to defend. Mentally challenge people no, no, no. by no, no, but no. then also no. use the
0: word retarded. That's what I'm
1: saying. It's not a PC thing. It's not something, hey, it's wrong to mock. It's i I'm not saying it's because I'm PC. I don't give a shit. I love saying the word retarded. I'm gonna continue to use it on this podcast. I hope no one gets mad. Yeah. Uh you know, whatever. Will I get in trouble with this? Will Probably. I get Billy Bush? I think you're Will gonna get, get Billy, Billy Bush. You're gonna get bushed hard. I just don't like it because it's cheap. And, like, easy and, right. like, just a fucking low-hanging fruit. It's, like, a low, lowest common denom- yeah. denominator comedy. And it's, like, insulting to me as a fan where it's, like, this is Dean Ambrose's big contribution, like, stooging out this guy who's clearly, like, disgusting and, like, not an athlete. It's, like, it's fucking beneath me, I think. It's, very, it's too lowbrow. Yeah. so that's my feeling on the whole Ellsworth thing. But
0: I think like the whole Ellsworth thing, the writing was really good. Where like yeah, they yeah. gave him matches and like they definitely were like whack packing him out. There's no way around it. I brought it up right away. Right. Like no chin music. Everyone thinking that's funny without thinking for a second that like this guy clearly had like a surgery and it might have been a traumatic thing for or him, a him or something. Defect or something. Like that. Right. Yeah. But I mean, he just, I've heard him in interviews and he seems like really stoked to be there and like and happy play long. And like, and like, and, and, he like also, he's legitimately getting like title shots. Yeah. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't think Stern's done anything for the people coming to show like this. Like, he's a, he's signed to right. WWE. Yeah. No, I know, like, look, Howard I, doesn't even pay the Wagpackers, right?
1: I'm sure they get paid something and they right. get like appearance things for other things they'll do because they're right. on Howard. Um, but that's the thing but he's when, getting paid to be on the show I know. but when ellsworth turned on ambrose i was hoping that the writing would be he was like yo man i'm not your fucking stooge like you're making fun of me every week like i'm some piece of shit
0: yeah that that i agree that's a the better way that to would go. have been
1: more more vindicating to me yeah the, i like and that help the whole storyline but instead he's just like a, a complete dunce through and through where he's like yeah i'll beat aj so no hard feelings yeah. shake my hand bro we're still bros we go way back it's like ah, that's dumb again you know
0: yeah but look, I, yeah i like that and he was just like since i became this company you all laughed at me yeah. you made fun of my chin but like i'm a wrestler i've trained because yeah. he's actually trained and then he could yeah. say like
1: the, he should like any man with two hands has a fighting chance or whatever like you could say that yeah know? and
0: he's like i don't have the strength but I, I but i got the timing yeah you know what if timing is his thing <laughs> he's mr money in the bank the briefcase. all right yeah so anyway i mean that's the major stuff from the pay-per-view yeah uh that we should talk about um oh i guess wait the miss Ziegler match was great yeah Miz retained. Miz had a clean win off of the, over Ziggler. Yeah, I mean, I was hoping Ziggler would win. Look, well, this was is... it
1: clean? Didn't he kick him in the dick like three times? Oh yeah, he that, did that's, that's how he won. But he didn't
0: do it, Maurice.
1: It's no. It's a no DQ kind of match. Yeah, so, yeah. It, to so me, I it guess was... it's fair game. But he, that is true. He did. He kicked
0: him in the dick like was, on the ladder. It's actually
1: a pretty awesome finishing spot to just like whale someone in the dick three a couple times.
0: I was hoping Ziggler would win because I think Ziggler. I would like to see him have like a nice long IC run and get get something on his belt. And I would like to see Miz graduated up. Well, look, Miz. Is I mean, let's yeah. firing
1: on all cylinders. This guy's doing such great work.
0: Hot argument right now. Yeah. Ready? Power rankings one, AJ two. Yeah. I'm putting Miz.
1: You're saying power rankings including just overall? I'm just what's saying going everybody who is performing at max capacity. Is this just on the SmackDown roster because we're talking TLC?
0: No, I'm talking about the whole roster. I put Miz number two. Number two, very. I, I think with since Maurice's came back, I I what I just think he's incredible. Yeah, I mean even even yeah, down to I like mean, the suit he wears. He's wearing a suit on SmackDown that had like I don't know like a brooch connected to yeah, a brooch oh, very on cool, the very cool <laughs> on the suit.
1: It was like uh, the Janet Jackson nose ring connected to earring from the the yeah
0: the velvet was, rope from the velvet rope album. Yeah. yeah, it was
1: yeah he had like a tie brooch that like connected to his pocket brooch yeah. with a little chain like a conductor's
0: chain. All right, here's another thing. Maurice comes out, she fucking looks awesome. She's a straight 10. He, yeah, she he looks awesome. They look amazing. He's a 10. They look like men want to be them and women want right. to whatever, you know. They're gorgeous. They're, they're, every expression in whatever gender
1: configuration you yeah. want it. Cis men want to be come them. Out- Trans women the, the want floor, you to do them.
0: Also, right. one of the stars of wrestling right now, uh, number three, is the screen floor on the entrance ramp.
1: That's power ranking number three. Yeah, that's, power, that's number three. I'm with it. I'm with you on that. Because
0: uh, so they come out and then that makes when they they like embrace each other and as that happens they do like a not bird's eye but a close to like a ninety you yeah. know like uh, you know high angle a high angle and and, uh, and they put them in like a red square and then. A graphic comes out that's a red carpet that goes down, and then they don't walk till it shows up. They used to have the actual red carpet, right. but now it's just Too like— expensive. We could do it digitally. <laughs> yeah. We'll add it in post. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and, and then they walked out during the ring. It was amazing. All right. That I loved. Uh, the participation award? So funny. It was awesome. great.
1: And I knew he was going to say it. So fucking great. Because there's been so many— uh, That's a weird thing, man. It's very strange. It's very strange when wrestling actually— This is my big argument with wrestling— I watch it, and you watch it, and it's bad. Like, yeah. it's, it's it's not awful, but, like, it's never amazing. Like, that's why you that's watch That's your it. whole
0: theory on wrestling, wrestling is that ba- wrestling is bad. Yeah,
1: wrestling's bad, but that's why you watch it, because then when it's good, it, like, it's so worth it. It's like Game of Thrones, the first few seasons, I don't give a fuck about them, <laughs> right. right? But then on that fourth or fifth season, when you have 30 hours of context, these things matter. They mean things, you know? Same thing with wrestling. Nothing has more context than wrestling, because it's nonstop every week, week after week. So every once in a while, something is the sum of all its parts. Like when Daniel Bryan won at WrestleMania 30. Yeah. That had so much story and context behind it that the good was so fucking good. But think about how much fucking awful shit got us there with, like, Batista winning the fucking Rumble and Daniel Bryan joining the Wyatt family for a little bit. All this, just like, weird, meandering fucking nonsense well, that you had to sit
0: through. Yeah, that, I think about your theory a lot, and, I, and, I, and there's validity to it. And the times where it pops in my head is when somebody comes into my house and I have wrestling on, yeah. and then they sit there to watch for like 10 minutes or yeah. whatever. They're there, and they'll be watching, and I'm just like, yeah, this is, yeah, this part's bad. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, yeah, this is yeah, this is bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love it, but I'm like, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. But, but that's a great point. It's very hard to turn someone on to wrestling that doesn't want to be on to wrestling. It's not something you just like pop on, and they're like, wow, holy shit, this is great. That's not what's happening. Okay, fine. But, but, just, but the just, point I want to say, just, though, right, yeah. is... But Miz is actually the good stuff right now. And when you see Miz hand out a participation award, you could show that to anybody, and they'd be like, "Yo, that's fucking as a good matter and funny. of fact."
0: When I was watching that, I was with my little brother, who's a casual watcher, a casual fan, and he loved it. You know, and, like, I always use that as a gauge, and that's why I bring Rudowski on the show right. sometimes, because he's like a true Cash fan. And also the for his
1: base, where, his very bass voice. And for his bass, yeah, so just so the ladies can sit,
0: <laughs> people can sit on the speaker. <laughs> another Howard Stern it's Another reference. Stern style. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay. Anyway, so, uh, all right. Wait, back to... Oh, man, so much to say. But by the way, we say wrestling's bad. I also want to follow it up with this quick thing is that Game of Thrones also and wrestling has the concept of universe. They they create the concept of universe where it doesn't matter if it's good or bad, you're in the universe. You're
1: creating a universe. Sometimes
0: you have to do work to to build it. Right, right, right. Like, I'm going to enjoy Rogue One no matter what. Anyway, so... Here's another thing I like about Miz, and it's very on brand for this podcast. Yeah. It's like he's definitely jacked. He's definitely a jacked dude. I mean, dude. especially for
1: him. Like, if yeah. you saw him in person,
0: obviously be huge, but. He's definitely a jacked yeah. dude, but there's times where he, like, bends a little, and, you know, he's got a little belly fat. Yeah, a little. You know what I mean? He's got, like, a little. But, like, it works for his character in a way where I don't want this guy to be in perfect shape. Right. I want him to be in, like,. Pretty good shape. Right, right. Because he cheats to win. Right. He like, calls himself a Hollywood star, but he's like, you know, I like that thing. That it's like he's a little bit out of shape, but right. he's like a star. I don't know. Yeah. Small thing that I really dig that like when he wrestles Ziggler, he's like a little fat. Yeah, it is kind of crazy
1: because Ziggler's in like peak condition. Well,
0: Ziggler's so ripped. Guys, uh, are great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Ziggler. Yeah, I don't know. I hope they find good things for him. All right. Anyway, like We gotta. We have for time. We have to get into Raw we right now. We just
1: gotta do a ten minute blast through everything that happened on Raw.
0: Uh, so Raw. All right. So the main uh, the, here's the important shit. Yeah. Sasha and Charlotte are gonna fight again at Roadblock. Yeah, it's
1: enough already. She's already a three time champ. It's like, look, they're just gonna keep dialing. I think by the year's end, they'll both be six time champs.
0: Yeah. It's an exaggeration, of course.
1: But yeah, Roadblock is... Well, a, they're
0: both three-time champs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Sasha's two-time champ? No, I think she's 3 No, she's three, three and then is Charlotte I four? I don't know. I, no, no, I think no, it's three and three. Three and three, yeah. Um, yeah, and so they're three and three. They're going to have another one. Keep in mind, Charlotte has never lost at, at a pay-per-view.
1: I think Char- I I like Charlotte better than Sasha, Period. I think yeah. you do too. I do too. Yeah. One thing I noticed about Charlotte, if you remember her promos earlier on, like she seemed a little uneasy and like got overly emotional. Like she actually, you know, like it was like, wow, this is taking a lot of you her. You could see stuff.
0: the face, like you could see like Ashley coming through.
1: Right, but now she's able to harness that stuff. She's really good. She's able to like use the emotion. And cut some fucking major promos. Like she is incredible on the mic now. She taps into her emotions in a way that I don't think any other performer on the roster, period, does. Like male or female, she might well, have.
0: Except for Ric Flair,
1: <laughs> not he's on the just, roster. He's just leaking. And what about
0: Foley? Foley's great. Foley dials it one. He goes well, zero to a thousand. Foley
1: Foley is 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 one of the greatest psychological <laughs> masterminds of all time in wrestling history.
0: Yeah, well, he is based off Hannibal Lecter. Never but, forget. But, but
1: Charlotte Flair is able to do things with her emotions on those promos that no one else can do. Even just watch her crying uh, when she saw Rick uh, center of the ring hold up Sasha's hand yeah. when Sasha won the belt. Yeah. That like, how many tears can you fucking throw? Like, she is going to a, an eleven of emotions. It's a,
0: incredible to see. I kind of just enjoy that they're like doubling down on the Sasha Charlotte thing. They're just like going all in I mean, on they're it. They're
1: the two best female wrestlers,
0: and I love the thing that like they even said it this week. It's like they both like elevate each other. Sure. You know, they said like iron, iron sharpens, sharpens iron. iron, like that metaphor is what i like where they have like a batman joker relationship yeah. you know so i i dig i dig that i'm excited to see this match like iron man matches historically are pretty dope yeah i mean these two sasha and bailey had one right I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, yeah, Sasha and Charlotte, I, I'm any match you put them in, I'm looking forward to it. So, I'm, I'm fine to keep that feud going.
0: Yeah, what did you think of the Flair, uh, the apology segment?
1: Oh, uh, great. It was great. She yeah. great. The fake apology, she apologizes and says, fuck you again. You
0: knew she was going to do it, but I just thought her delivery was, like, really good. Well, that's what I'm saying. Flair <laughs> cried right away. I mean, Rick, Rick, he's, man, he's... Still amazing.
1: Dude, it's like in in, uh, in fighting, you know, in real fighting. Once you get that, like Chuck Liddell, once you get started to get knocked out, you just got a glass jaw. Even if you had a hard chin, that yeah. a glass jaw, like now any punch will knock you out. Flair, like once you just can cry, he just got cracked open emotionally. Now anything. I think
0: he cried a little early. Yeah, even, you,
1: you, you blow on him too hard and like tears just start streaming down this guy's face.
0: Uh, one of my little peeves was that when Sasha ran into the ring, yeah. she jumped into the ring like... In a way where it's like, all right, you know you're going to just get attacked immediately. Like right, It, it right, wasn't right, like right. with any kind of strategy. Right. Yeah, It wasn't very tactical. Um, but- we're
1: running out of time, and so I think that you're not going to cover this, so I just need to feel the need to say this right now. Yeah, Were you going to talk about Enzo and Lana?
0: Yeah. It's terrible. We'll go into that right now.
1: Terrible. This so- is so insulting to me as a human being. That this is on television. Okay, go on. It's fucking disgusting. I imagine if I'm a woman, I'd be, I'd want to vomit. Like, yeah. it's so from 50 years ago. Like, it's it's just like, I'm a sexy lady. Come to my hotel room, tee-hee-hee. And he's like, all right, bro, I'm going to get some pussy. It's going to be dope. And I'm like, why is this on television? This is fucking shitty. <laughs> yes. And then it was just handled awful. The one thing I like about this stuff is that now that Rusev, now that Tap Out is with WWE, yeah. you see Rusev just wearing, like, athletic clothes. Yeah, And then he just looks like my brother like I just feel like my brother because my brother looks exactly like Rusev and your does brother crossfit.
0: does look a lot like so now if he shows up with like, a,
1: like a sleeveless tap out shirt I'm like oh my brother's on TV oh that's yeah. not my brother that's the I, only thing you like about everything it everything else is a fucking nightmare
0: I, so that segment when I was watching I was like at first I was like what is this is so misogynistic yeah. like just being like you know and then it's like oh my god yeah, like, ooh, ooh, what like, a hot whoa. tamale <laughs> yeah I yeah, got the a out hot ticket here? here oh man but the, I, I, by the end of it I actually came around on it I, like I like the way it was shot. I okay. felt like the last thing where he's beating the shit out of Enzo yeah. in that hotel room was shot really well and looked pretty brutal. I think
1: that beating was great because those, that was some pretty good looking furniture. It was either real or like high end breakable furniture. Either way, it, he
0: threw him into that wall two times yeah. where you're like, there's no way that didn't hurt no, a the lot. The beat
1: down was cool. Yeah. Um, and one thing I loved is that like Enzo was kind of disrobing yeah. his underwear. He had kind of a half chub actually when he took <laughs> his underwear off at yeah. first. But then Rusev beats him up and then throws him out of the hotel room and then his clothes is still inside the hotel room yeah. so like like th- those shoes are like 200 bucks those nikes those jordan yeah well he dragged them out so easily i mean he's he, tiny and, and then Rusev's alana
0: switched the the hotel thing to like disturb. do not disturb like they're like, gonna fuck them like, oh, i like, liked it i oh, thought that was on. i mean like i, have I know no, i've
1: no look i said the only is,
0: way to redeem that segment was for lana to be like messing with enzo because the way he, they were treating her was like the only way to redeem that segment honestly is for Lana to be
1: messing with Rusev she was like look yeah so now you know I'm glad you beat this guy up but look stop treating me like fucking shit because I'll do whatever the fuck I want I'll, I'll make you crazy like I'll do shit that's gonna piss you off yeah like if it was a if she was like this master manipulator doing all this shit but it wasn't it was just nonsense yeah and um you don't, I don't yeah. need it and to be honest I love Lana she's doing great work I love Rusev he's does great work for that character but having a romantic angle thing flying it around. It barely works. It, it does not work. Yeah.
0: Remember when Ziggler was in that triangle? Yeah. Like,
1: it ruins shit. It's it just, almost never works. It, it almost never, never, it it almost never works. works. I actually
0: think Lana, I almost think she could drop the accent at this point. I, I know that's a hot take, but, the, I, I, you know, I know we're in time, but you know, the, I, think, I know it's a hot take, but I just think at this point, like... Authenticity is what always rises. Right. What sure. makes Miz and Maurice work so well is that they're actually a married couple with like a kid. Right. And like I've heard Miz in real interviews talk about like how much he loves his wife. And yeah. like you're like, oh, oh man, they'll do anything for each other. When it's like Lana's just doing a fake accent. Yeah. But they're actually married. Yeah. At, at, just at this point, I'm like, I think it's it's. I think it was cool at first. Now it's like she's even on the reality show using her regular voice right, from what right, I hear. Right, right. So. Funny. I don't know.
1: I, I, I will also want to go on record saying Big Cass is unwatchable. I can't watch it. I yeah. can't do
0: anything. Well, oh, one thing I liked is Cass figured it out like, in oh Ring. My,
1: oh,
0: oh, no. He I a, love it. He's like, I need a phone. I think was like a movie. And it was shot like a movie. A I actually kind of dug it. you such they, a stooge. I actually dug it. Let's have it Yeah. Uh, all right. So, cool. Moving on. So. All right, so we'll get into the, the Rollins, Kevin Owens, all that. We'll lump all that in. I mean, so Rollins, I liked it being like, I want Triple H. We yeah, gotta like that acknowledge cool. that. The only, then I was just like, I want Triple H. Awesome, we're gonna get into that. Then it's like, I want Triple H. The way to get to Triple H is by. Beating Kevin Owens and getting the title, right? Because he wants Kevin Owens to the title. And he's like, the only way to get to Kevin Owens is by first taking out Chris Jericho. I was like, yeah. that's quite a walk, Rollins. <laughs> but all right. I mean, all you're right. the
1: architect. Sure, man. That's fine, man. Jericho's the man. He's doing great, great work still. I love Tremendous! What, I love what's going on. He's almost making Owens look like not that in- cool. Like, yeah. uh, he's looking better than Owens on the mic. But Owens is obviously the fucking man.
0: It's just distra- it's distracting from Owens' run. But Owens having such good matches that, right, like, so if you can't appreciate it, then
1: um, weird that a uh, Zane Owens match. I feel like they sh- should. That save That was a waste. Those. They should save those. For yeah, score, I but, uh, Zane's kind of on the burner, not really knowing what they're doing with him. Um, and then what else fucking happened? Here's the the worst part. This is getting my blood boiling.
0: It's about I know what you're Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns kicking back. out of Chris Jericho's finisher. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> so now we're creeping into he had a clean win over Owens yep. the other week, and now we're creeping back into a power up Roman Reigns season. I can't take
1: it, man. I fucking hate Roman Reigns. Yeah, the only way he's tolerable to me is you just keep him at the U.S. level or smaller. Keep him for kids and get him the fuck off my TV.
0: But screens. dude, imagine if. Jericho won the U.S. title right there. That's that would have been awesome. Happened. That's what should happen. If the best friends had the titles together, and then like, Reigns the few... doesn't need the U.S. title, right? He's not doing anything with it. Oh,
1: Man, he's just—it's a complete de-elevation of that title. Jericho winning the U.S. title, and then and then him and Owen still beefing with each other would have been really, really awesome. There's no harm in powering up Jericho with a win over a big guy like Reigns. Like that would have been great, but they gotta just keep Reigns untouchable. I hate it. Look, his matches are fine. But the minute he opens his mouth, he is unlikable. He is an unlikable person. He, even if it was a heel, he'd be unlikable. He's just like an unwatchable performer with yeah. zero charisma, and I hate it.
0: Okay. Uh. Uh. uh yeah. So all right. I, I. All right. I only have a couple more his things. His outfits I, terrible. I think right. they are worth their time. Uh. Well. Yeah. So you actually hit all of it. It's like Kevin Owens. They. He's fighting Sami Zayn. The reason he was wrestling Sami Zayn, they said. Is they said like, oh, before the show, uh, he asked. He went and asked. Mick Foley for a match against yeah. Strowman, and then Kevin Owens interrupted that, right. and then the, and that's why Kevin Owens get the match. You're like, what? That's... All right. Anytime Kevin Owens wrestles Sami Zayn, we should see the origin of that, because that's I a thought, big deal. Yeah. I thought that was just what I saw, because I was on
1: Hulu watching the 90-minute version. Yeah. But if that's how they did it on the live show, no, that's yet. insane. When, they, when Unless I missed world, it somehow. Dude, when we live in a world where when fucking Stephanie shows up in a car in the garage, they give us a segment about it. Like, why can't they give us a segment when a match gets booked between two huge stars?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, last thing I'll bring up. Last thing. Final thing. This is not worth being the last thing. Let's make it a huge deal. All right, last thing is Corey Graves continues to be a really good announcer. (laughs) Okay. Uh, A really good heel announcer. One thing, he called out TJ Perkins for retweeting compliments about him as a negative. Right. Just being like, TJ Perkins... He he's a retweeter of compliments. Anytime someone <laughs> writes a compliment, of him, he retweets it. That's really funny. That's an amazing knock on TJ Perkins.
1: I don't like Corey Graves, but yeah. he's he's becoming a good announcer. Like I thought he was an unlistenable announcer in NXT, and he's actually like a very good heel announcer now. So yeah. I gotta credit. But like I look at him, and I'm like, eh, nah, bro, I don't like you. Yeah, his hair's too plastic helmety. And he always keeps his hands in a little prayer stance. Like if knows, I, I do know his that. His gesture is he goes together like a prayer and then back out. Together like a prayer and back out. And it's a little bit weird, and he unbuttons his shirts too much. Uh, don't like his neck tattoo. But okay. That's great, and I, and I know you mentioned this on your podcast before. You must have. Yeah. But he also called... David Atunga, Jennifer' husband. Yeah, and that is the best moniker I've ever heard. Yeah, in he a, he, yeah. he's all right. Corey yeah. Graves is okay in my book. He
0: said a line one day. That somebody said something that he couldn't refute, and he was like, "I begrudgingly agree with that." But anyway, I like that. All right. So to wrap it up, uh, ding dong, the witch's champ. Uh, that was Alexa Bliss's line. Uh, the one little thing: never rehearse the first line you're going to say when you win a belt. Right. It never goes right. right. It always comes off too rehearsed. Right. Just be natural.
1: For all the wrestlers listening um, yeah, be who are natural. on the verge of their championship. Congratulations
0: run. to Alexa Bliss. I'm sure something we didn't cover. Are you excited to watch Cena host SNL?
1: Absolutely. That's the, one th- that's the most exciting part about it. Look, I watch- Should I
0: bother people I know to get us tickets?
1: Um, yeah.
0: Or should we watch home and just- I'm
1: just fine with anything. Okay. But we definitely need to watch it. Uh- I hate
0: asking favors.
1: All right, well, hey, if you're listening to this podcast, Dan doesn't like asking for favors. If you have access to SNL tickets for Cena hosting, just give it to him. Don't make him ask.
0: Yeah, great, great, great. All right, Shebs, you want to plug anything? You want to plug your Twitter? Yeah,
1: follow me on Twitter at Shibiro, S-H-E-B is in Bravo, I-R-O. Uh, you can listen to my radio show, not podcast, but actual national radio show on Sirius XM Channel 99. Uh, Thursdays at 3.30. <laughs> it's called The Raw Report.
0: Yeah, listen to that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DBlackAttack. Uh, follow us, uh, uh, join our Facebook group, Comedians of Wrestling Facebook group. We uh, post in there, we have a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, rate, and subscribe in the podcast, and keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy Production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.